Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. I got one of the usuals here with me. I got Cole Britt. How you doing, bub? How's it going? It's good. And it's, uh, we've been trying to get this together for like three tries now. Third time's a charm. Yeah. It's a, it's a little... It's a little rushed, but at the same time, you and I are both um, contributing our part in society, working jobs, sure. you know, not being bums, so yeah, makes it difficult. That whole thing, like Chick-fil-A here in town, Mm-mm. dude, they're offering $15 an hour with insurance. Yeah. Still can't get nobody to come out. Well, that's the Lord's chicken, so. But no, you're right, I mean, but that's... Uh, but I mean that's that that goes back into uh, well before Biden, you know that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're going to raise. I, I've been hearing for years now they're going to raise like a, the uh, minimum wage. So, but hey, you know, what happens to everything else? You know, does it go up? Does it stay the same? Who it knows? goes up. You know, I mean so, the essential. McDonald's dollar menu will be like a ten dollar menu. What? Well, no. What I'm getting at is like for instance, for you, like what you do is a is a valuable part to people's natural day to day lives. Like they need power and what I mean. You oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean during the quarantine, I didn't have a day off. Yeah, exactly. So I had they to be need that. So so for that for that to happen. So like if we're paying Chick Fil A guy fifteen bucks an hour to you know, do what he's doing. Not to take away from that, but so do we pay you more now? No, you don't. So <laughs> you don't. I don't. I won't get a raise. Neither. Matter of I. fact, you know, in uh, 2019, the week after quarantine started, City Hall was supposed to be meeting about giving all city workers a raise, but because of the quarantine. Mm. Uh, they furloughed workers and put off giving raises. Yeah, you know there was a SPD had like a they had like twenty officers sent home, not for admit, not for trouble, for for the furlough. Like, how does that? How did that was to me that was unheard of because that's essentially law enforcement. Whether it's rain, shine, whatever, Godzilla tearing through Star Wars. Well, it's the most. It's one like okay, I'm a part of infrastructure. Yeah. You are too. Yeah. Like. But police work to me is very important. Well, you know, it's safety even, is a big deal to me. Even if we do have so, like during the COVID nineteen during during its its hype phase. So let's skip six months into COVID. So it's like really like right there. Everybody's about masks. We're doing the mandatory shutdowns. You know, right. curfews. We were still working. And I mean, sure, you are too. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're still working. So we're still, so that that was my thing to hear that like 20 guys, they weren't laid off. They were just like on, on an administrative suspension, not to be confused with like disciplinary actions, but administrative suspension for 20 plus days. And I'm over here going, huh, that's, uh, that's new, right? So yeah. 
because you know, like it, it would have made more sense. I mean, even like firemen or anything else, like it would have made it would have made sense to me if you did that to like twenty Walmart employees, right? Versus fire, police, not city employees, water, you know, that kind of stuff. And I remember it was, I think October of last year. Yeah, our fire department, our city hall. My building and the police officer uh, headquarters was all hit by COVID. Yeah. And you know what we all did? Shh. We all got to work. Shh. Yep. Send that guy home. We got to keep moving. You know? We can't stop. It's something. It's going to be, you know, it's... <clears throat> and, that's, and that's the thing now is like with, uh, you know, Reeves was one of the la- latest governors to do it to say that if Biden's going to send that you know, unemployment money that is the equivalent of $15 an hour, we're not going to accept it. And then I saw a lot of a lot of my friends left leaning. It's like, this is BS. And I was like, we have to do this. We cannot incentivize people to stay home. No. Like, you understand if, like, you sit at home, let's say we all sit at home, $15 an hour. You go to the store, you're hungry. There ain't going to be nothing to buy, buddy. <laughs> I don't think people realize that, though. You know, like there's general there's people our age that think that food comes from the store. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's a lack of it. it really, it truly, it's a lack of education. You know, me, speaking of that, going into it, because we're gonna come back to uh, this realm. Yeah. Um, a lot in this. Come out of the come but, out of the gate firing. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, is like me and my dad we were just talking about this, and because uh, my my cousins daughter she's a little girl she's in kindergarten mm-hmm. okay so like what are they learning in the kindergarten well, my mom's telling me that like out of like 80 students at, at like 80 kindergarten students right mm-hmm. 60 of them have to repeat kindergarten not because of a lack of intelligence not because they're dumb or something's wrong with the kids but because uh they have to repeat kindergarten uh due to uh the covid stuff but I was like, okay, but in, you know, I'm trying to ask, okay, okay, but what, what's going on? So then I get told that, like, for instance, kids their age are learning English. They're learning, they give them words like cat, run, see, I. Yeah. That child, that five, six-year-old child is having to put sentences together. He's seeing words. I see the cat run. I was like, are you kidding me? They're learning you know, when I was in kindergarten, we learned colors, shapes, letters. And the teacher would read to us. Yeah. But they're learning, they're actually learning how spelling. How to structure a sentence. How to structure a sentence. Even if it's a simple sentence, they're learning how to spell. They're learning grammar. Yeah, that's they're first second s- grade, man. Exactly. Well, not even. I mean, you got you to think, you know. But <clears throat> that's where we're at this gap. See, we're doing that now to our youth. But... From the time that you and I graduated high school, those kids that were freshmen are now... So, essentially, if you look at a license right now that they were born in the year 2000, they're 21 years old now. Which is shocking to me. So, that right there is where that gap is. That right there is that gap. And yes, we belong to the same generation as them, but there's a huge gap, and you're absolutely right. They think that these things that we have, these things that we need, all these necessities, I can go get that at Kroger. Oh, you ought to hear them talk about like the homeless problem. 
you know what their, their issue is? Like how to solve it? We'll get all these vacant buildings. We'll just put them in it. That's not how life works. No. Because what do you got to do? You, from what you do, what do you have to do to make that, that building? The water has to be cut on. Yep. Power's got to be cut on. Somebody's got to pay for that energy. And here's the thing. But look, dude, I don't like people sitting on the streets. I don't like I'm not. That's not good. A lot of them are our veterans. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are addicts. Some of them actually don't have to be homeless. They just, they want to be. Yeah. I mean, you talk to a hundred of them, you'll get a hundred different stories. For sure. But, yeah, we should definitely be working on that, but we got to come up with a good solution. That's not a that's not a solution. And that's just like I said. It's just it's not that's, even it's not even imagination. I think it's a lack of intelligence that people think that just everything just graciously falls out of the sky into these things, and we can just go. Nope. Good men and women go out here and bust their bust their butts to make that for you and me, and it, it all starts somewhere. Yeah. It starts on a farm. It starts on a farm. It starts It starts in its most rawest form. It starts as a rock. It starts, you know, that's how it starts. And, yeah. and, and hard men and hard women bust their butts for what their own reasons, right? Yeah. Whether that be to provide for a family or whatever. They do that. So uh, Shout out to all the uh, truckers out there, too. Because, I mean, you literally see it now, like, with everything that we're going through is just how important those 18-wheelers are. Oh, dude, I, I'm telling you, my I've grown up around it. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, as an individual, I despise truckers, but only when I'm driving down the road. Yeah, yeah, of course. Only when I'm Especially driving Especially like the, log trucks, right? Yeah, it, that's it. And by the that's, way, you see a log truck, that dude's packing a million dollars on yeah, that trailer. Nowadays, right? Like, you know. <laughs> like, look at all that yeah, money. We're, we're thinking in our minds, like, that's the equivalent of, like, a, a armored truck heist. Yeah. Like we're, you're about to see a new TV movie, a new movie come out, and they're like log log truck, you know, heist. Like boom, like we're all right. We're just shutting down the entire Home Depot. Like you know, <laughs> no more two by fours. Yeah, dude, no. Nah. We own the supply. That's that's nuts too, man. <coughs> my dad, so my dad is building like this lean to. Well, not a lean to, but it's like, uh, it's so it's about the size of my living room with a lean to off the fr- on the left and a lean to off the right. And it's it's a basically an elevated platform that's roofed in. He's gonna wall two sides of it, and he's gonna make like a little cook shack out there. Oh, that'll be dope. So he's building, but dude, you better find something beside the lumber. Well, that's <laughs> I was I was looking at the roof, and I was like, hmm, what you uh, what's going up there? And he was like, oh, ten, you know. Which hey, what choice do you have at this point? You don't. So, um, but no, just talking to him about it, you know. Uh, you would almost be better off, like, just for your, your beams and for, you know, your post. You'd probably be better off right now just running steel. It'd probably be about the same price. Yeah. I mean, now today is the day to be a welder because you can do stuff that the guy, the carpenters, can't. <laughs> People are coming to you going, please, uh, may I have some? And you're like, yeah, man, I'll make you a freaking... Uh, House out of tin metal. What's up? Yeah, I haven't. I've been wanting to call Dowdy. You know, he just started his company, like framing houses and like building decks. It's like I can only imagine, like, you know, lumber prices right now. It's like okay, so you have to charge that much more for material. Like, what does work look like for you? Mm-hmm. You know, I, it just sucks all the way around. You know, it's 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 it is a it is a new world, man. It is a new world we live in. All these new stuff. Yeah. And you know, and and so I'm gonna I'm gonna help us 
Segway. I'm gonna help. Smoothly. I'm gonna help us. I'm gonna help us smooth into this. But speaking of new world, I made a comment the other day, and you said this, and and I meant it, and you you got it. You understood what I was saying. But like I said, we're in a new world. It's a different day and different age, right? A lot of things happening. A lot of crazy stuffs going on. But not even really like bad crazy, but like good crazy. But dude, Saturday. Oh yeah. And and you you never never if if I told you if I would have told you in two thousand seventeen yeah hey Al um if I told you I said hey Al we're gonna have like a concert and big you know all this for porch talk it's gonna happen you would have been like you're crazy absolutely. I mean, there's no way. Like, when I started that show, and, like, it, the memory just popped up of, like, the original post of, like, this is me back in, like, May of 2018 when I was just on Blake Dillard's porch. We were shooting the crap, passing the guitar back and forth. Hey, I think we got something. And then I just make this post because I, 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 I was like, if I don't speak it out into existence, it's not going to happen. So I was like, I want a podcast. Me and the boys, we're going to talk cultural issues uh we're going to talk about worldview we're going to talk about what's going on in the world and like not only just complain about it but provide some kind of a solution you know that's something too and 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 talking about like change and talking about everything else and this is going back look i don't even know what episode you're on now this is like this is 252 252 so let's go back to episode one I can remember having a conversation with you saying, like, man, dude, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to talk about religion. We're not going to talk about politics. Why? Because right then and there, it was, yeah. right? Right? But, like, now, that's where everybody's doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, too, dude, I'm telling you right now, as an avid podcast listener, I listen to the Jocko podcast. I listen to Mike Drop. I listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm listening to, like, all these different people. You ever listen to Theo Vaughn? Oh, dude, that is my dude right there. Yeah, yeah selling, a lot of people yeah, around here really like selling him. hams and G pigs down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that man is the most hilarious dude. He's straight up. You need to hear his skit, his joke about musket fire. Okay, dude, it's good. He talked <laughs> about. He said, you know, when he was growing up, his dad was old, like much older than all the other kids' dads. Right, yeah. his dad was like seventy. You know, like, all of these other kids' dads are, like, in their late 40s, early 50s, right? Yeah. And he's, like, like you'd be at school, and he'd be like, I bet my dad can beat up your dad. He'd be like, yeah, I bet he can. <laughs> he's like, but you know what? I bet my dad fucked your grandmother. <laughs> What's up now? <laughs> you know? And, dude, that shit, I'm telling you, man, he is a nut. He is a, he is a, he, I, when I discovered him, Oh, dude, I got hooked. I started listening to him. I, I haven't really ventured into his podcast much, but I, dude, I, his stand-up. Woo. I found his uh, YouTube or Facebook videos first, mm-hmm. and then uh, someone I'm friends with on social media put a post out. It's like, hey, I'm looking for a new podcast to listen to. Yeah. And it was like immediately like four people was like, listen to Theo Vaughn. So shout out to Theo. <laughs> dude, he is he is a nut, man. He That's pretty cool, but... Yeah, essentially what I was getting at though is like as a, as a as an avid podcast listener, you know, I think um, the, I think you know there's a you know there's a whole side of people in society now that 
are going to disagree with everything you say. It doesn't matter. I could say, hey guys, the sky is not technically blue. It's actually like cyan or something. Someone's going to be like, mm, 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 no, mm. no, no, it's actually kind of green. So, um, that's why like people that really do is like you and like some of these other guys that are like more famous than you or I put together. Uh, they're the voice. Of re, you know when you're sitting there driving down the road and you're listening the Hodge Twins. Have you ever listened to them? When they, uh, there's a couple. I haven't listened to their podcast. Yeah. But I like watching them. Yes. Uh, um, I, I watch them on YouTube or on their their Facebook page. I think we got a we got a good show for you. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. See, yeah. Uh, I like watching Lateral Crowder sometimes. Sometimes they'll go. That's that's how I found them. That's how I found out about them. I've been following uh, Stephen Crowder for a long time. But you know what? I think that I think that that is a super positive thing, and the reason why I say that is because like those are the un- unsung heroes of today's society, and this is why. Because when you watch, dude. It's, it's, News mainstream media oh it's trash has literally become like a villain yes yeah, like, like reality TV no dude it, in my mind like I sit here and I watch and I'm like oh my god like they literally are like shitting on everyone like that is not what happened no what oh yeah it, 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 dude it's literally like it I and you know me I love comic books I love superheroes so I'm sitting here in my mind I'm like oh my god like mass media is like ran by like a like an evil mastermind, like, that is essentially what I'm at, where I what I believe right now. But you got these folks, these these heroes, these 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 voices out there. That, for instance, Jocko Wilnick, uh, mm-hmm. Navy Seal, uh, Joe Rogan, UFC, huge background there, comedian, comedian, huge Fear background factor. there, all that stuff. You got a lot of people that are in positions that are saying, eh, eh, eh. Oh, oh, and they, they are such, they are so under fire right now. Yeah, oh, and dude, you know what? I mean, they, did you see, like, it. you know, like, with Joe Rogan was, like, people our age, younger, like, if, if you were a healthy, this is almost verbatim what he said, if you are a healthy 21-year-old, I wouldn't get the vaccine. What do you need it for? You're, oh. he- you're healthy. Yeah. Now, you know, and and then like every, you know, media matters came after him. Then like the woke mob came after him. <laughs> the woke, I'm woke. And uh, dude, Spotify paid him a hundred million dollars to be there. I was like, you're not gonna get him canceled. And even if you do, hundred million dollars. Rogan leaves Los Angeles, leaves California to go to Austin. Moves to Austin, Texas. Why? Because like, dude, and I can tell you, I have a buddy of mine that's in LAPD. He's like, dude, don't come. Yeah, no shit. Like, and 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 the thing is, is what I was getting at though is like these people like, we uh we we drive around and we listen to music uh music we listen to the news and everything else all day long. But every now and then you get to hear these folks come up and they're like shoving that down in the throats of the people that are. Saying like, oh, this is bad, you're bad, this is all terrible, blah, blah, blah. You got these people that are saying, you know, the Joe Rogans, the Jockos, the, the, the Mike Ritlands, the Jack Cars, And I know I'm naming off a lot of freaking Navy SEALs right now. But, <laughs> I, I, but they have a lot, of, there's a lot of Navy SEALs that have podcasts. But, I mean, Joe it, Rogan. It, like, in real talk, 
That's somebody I would trust. Yeah. It's like the badass of the badass who fought for my freedom, my rights, and now he's coming back and speaking some truth. Yeah, I think I'll take his word for it because that's a man who has seen the other side, you know? Yeah. So we kind of we kind of talked about, briefly, we kind of talked about Saturday. Yeah. And then... Um, but yeah, didn't 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 believe anything would like that would ever happen, and like always, never really put much thought into it. Like we're three years into doing this thing now, and I mean, we we got some cool opportunities down the road for this. Oh, dude, absolutely, and and uh, I'm just saying, like uh, meeting uh, meeting Sean and and them, like that was that was pretty, that was just listening to his story. Listen, I sat up, me and Ryan sat over there and talked to him for like a hot minute. And literally, like, uh, I, I mean, Ryan is a big personality. Um, that's the kind of person he is. So, but he's very nice. He's very humble. He's very, um, uh, I wouldn't say simple, but he gets, he's very impressed by, by things like that. So, once I, you know, hey, zip it, let the guy talk. Um, <clears throat> let Sean like tell us and it's just I mean it was just interesting to me and cause and that's you know so you know I hit it off with uh, Joey real well uh, uh right with that Tony Tony whoops he's gonna hear this and be like he didn't freaking call me Joey uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah but like we hit it off obviously Marine Corps background but um uh, dude just I mean just uh <clears throat> listening listening and listening to them and just talking about the travel and the and everything, man, is is. Uh, it made me want to just jump in that hearse and go with, you know. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, you know, especially now, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go back to work? To work for what? To do what? But these people are traveling, and they're not like super hippie or nothing or nothing like that. I mean, they no. literally—it's not—they're not doing this to rise against the man. They're doing something because. They love each other. They love the road. They love the music. They love the experience. They love the people they meet. And I'm telling you, like, I was so, I was, I, um, I, that's like I was telling you, and you, you, you know, you told me several times, I'm like, man, appreciate you. No, dude, I get the opportunity not only to, to, you know, to be a part of the experience, but I too join you in being a host to these people. Yeah. So that right there, give it, help these people, these folks coming around helping them host this experience. I mean, it's just, it makes me feel great. Yeah, and everybody was uh, very pleased with you cooking. Uh, yeah. So props to it on that, man. Like, next day we all woke up, you know, sitting outside on the porch, thinking about, like, tearing the stage down and, like, getting everything put up. And that was the first thing out of everybody's mouth. It's like, uh, is Cole single? <laughs> My butt's on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This is Cole single. It's like, yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> it's because ladies are confused nowadays. They just say, they but, yeah. You know, Rachel was blown away by that. She's like, he drove over an hour just to come cook, and I was like, that's something you got to understand about Cole, man. I was like, one, that dude loves to cook, and I was like, number two, that dude loves to serve. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude. Well, not even house. that, but like, dude, you dropped me. That's what me and Ryan were talking about, dude. Look, I, this is straight up, like. Related, celestial unrelated, but like me and Ryan, I was like, dude, this is great. 
we're getting away from Columbus, our our friends in Columbus, nothing bad against them, but we're out of the drama, and, and we're meeting people, I mean, I, for especially for him, I was like, dude, you're way out of your element, because you're not going to know anybody here. Yeah. I said, I'm, I'm used to the podcast world, so you're going to meet a few weird folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're going to meet some weird people, and I was like... But that's what's cool about it. Like you embrace the weird, you embrace the unique, you embrace, and that's what's cool because you're because you know if you look at it from like a perspective, if, if if certain people, and it's just like it's like a cultural kind of diversity kind of thing, right? Like the 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 the, the you know the the. the the popular, you know, I think about high school, like the popular kids versus like the nerdy kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very diversified, um, socially, culturally. But I, dude, I'm telling you, I've always been that way. Even in high school, I was very socially diverse. I was invested with friends in every different type of cultural breakdown. Whether you were hard rock, dude, I had yeah. It was whether band geek, you know, jock. Dude, uh, popular. But that's my thing, nerd. and that's that's what makes me just an incredible human being in my own right. That I say is because, dude, I did. I was in the band. I played sports. I played soccer. So I did the. I did what you would say the more feminine hmm, sports. I did that, and I played football. I played baseball before I came to Mississippi. I, I mean, I did all that, and I and I wore Vans one day. I wore flip flops the next. I wore Wallabies this day, and I wore you know tennis shoe case who knows but that is what was so cool and unique and i was telling ryan all the way down here i was like dude look this is this is what the best part about this is is the fact that we get to get away from everybody over here and 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 just unwind dude you can be whoever you want to be you can walk out here and tell them your name is rodney for all i care right right I was like, but that's the... And ain't nobody going to know any different. Nope. And dude, and he enjoyed it, I enjoyed it, and like I said, just getting... And that, that's another part of it. That is another huge part of it. Having that opportunity to escape your boundaries, mm-hmm. essentially, because that is what happens, and I think you and I know this far better than, than most, but... Being when you grow up in a in a similar place and you go to school there and you get a job there and, and you and you and you have friends there, you've established <coughs> boundaries for yourself. You don't know it yet, but you have. And at some point in your life, you're going to say you're going to do one or two things. You're going to either settle within those boundaries, or you're going to start. You're going to push. Or you, yeah, you're going to start combating those boundaries. You're going to start trying to figure a way out. Um, whether that is you join the military and, and you and you travel off, or you go to college in a different state, um, you meet someone who's not originally from there and you travel for them, or you have those unique folk that just say, I don't need an excuse, I just want to do it, mm-hmm. right? And they go out and they do it. Um, so any opportunity that I have personally to kind of, because I've already been outside the gates, right? Yeah. I just, I pop back in now because, you know, I'm here. But uh, any opportunity I have to travel outside that that little that little you know everybody's everybody's just so tied into Columbus, Starville area, West Point, you know all this. Yeah, get out of that. I see you guys. I can see. I can see out of thirty days. I can see y'all twenty nine out of thirty days. But this one day that I have, I'm gonna go do something different. Yeah. So that that's why that's kind of where I'm at. I feel that man. You know, just for that weekend was I took Thursday, Friday off work. The Stiftones came down Thursday. They ended up staying until Monday morning. They were supposed to leave Saturday night, and um, you know, 
when we were talking before they got there, it's like, so what are we going to do? It's like, well, you're coming to Kennedy, Alabama. I'm going to show you what life is like in Kennedy. <laughs> and I was like, and if you want to, we'll go to Columbus. My, my buddy, he owns a beer garden, and we'll go hang out there. And, um, hell, we might even play while we're out there. I'm sure they wouldn't mind if they don't have a show already going on. Yeah. They got in Thursday. We were hanging out. Spent most of that evening out in the yard or sitting on the back porch and uh, just trading guitars back and forth. It's like, did y'all want to go out tonight? I thought I thought we were doing what we were supposed to be. Okay, yeah, you get it. Friday, we're making plans. Friday morning, I cook breakfast. And uh, it's like, what do y'all want to do tonight? Y'all want to? You want to go out or do uh, you want to just hang here? If it was up to me, I'd be right here in Kennedy. Okay. You know, Saturday we're getting ready all day for the show. And then Sunday, just kick it at Kennedy. And dude, for the past two or three weeks, you know, I work in Starkville. I play in Columbus and then I live in Kennedy. And uh, I haven't been to Columbus lately and I've really enjoyed it. No, I mean, it's, it's, you know... It gets old, man. It gets old, but, you know, like I said, an escape or just stepping outside that comfort zone or getting outside those boundaries, it's, it, it, can always, it's, it can always be more than just not being in a certain place. It's, it, can be in, it can be done by meeting new people. It can be done by, um, you know... Doing something that you didn't think you were going to do, like for instance, like uh, the norm around here in Starkville was the district, but you want to meet some unique folks and not to take away from those people because I met a lot of cool, unique, and it's an awesome experience, but go to Dave's. Right, you go to Dave's. That's my favorite bar in Starkville. You know, um, also go to Rick's, right? Because that's where Rick's is almost like the princess was in Columbus. That's where... Both that's where multiple cultures collide. That's right. Right. So, um, you, you know, it's uh, it, it's more than just. And Dave's is kind of like what the elbow room used to be. It's yeah, kinda, it's kind of niche, uh, but I, I like that crowd a lot. And like the district is, uh, I'm too old for the district to be honest. Yeah. Oh, you know, I like to go every now and then. I mean, of course, I'm a single guy, so you know, like I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a get out there, I'm a, I'm a do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. a little game. On. Yeah, yeah. Spit a little, you know, spit a little flame, a little game. But uh, but I mean, dude, like honest, and this is, I, dude, I, we have talked about this, but you know what, dude? What people, if you if you don't know, dude, the Cotton District in Starkville has the best food scene in Starkville, hands down. And you won't know it because it's so covered up by bars and college kids. But I'm telling you, uh, Cat, uh, Commodore Bob's on Sundays for brunch. Mm. So I'm telling you, it is it is like literally the yeah, I mean, best. You got, you got two brothers, you got Bulldog two, Burger. Oh, two brothers, dude. Let me tell you something. So they just opened up, opened up, opened up a new taco place. Yeah, yeah. I it? don't... It's uh, not called... Hello, Taco. But. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, we're on the same page. It's something, Taco, something. Humble Taco. Humble Taco. That's it. And Humble then, Taco. Uh, Stagger Inn is now Uno Moss. Uno Moss, which that's, that's. I heard you. they're getting a Top Golf simulator. I heard that we're getting a Top Golf simulator. But, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Uh, for instance, like two brothers, Pork Belly Tacos at Two Brothers. You can go to that taco place, and they're probably not even. No, you can't compete with two brothers. Number two, hamburger. 
You got Bulldog Burger right there. That's right. But did you know that the Ben's Ben Burger is better than any burger on that menu over there, Chewy? I've never read it at the Ben. So, Ben, I, but I mean, it's just, there's a lot of places that have great food. And I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong now. Hold now, on. This, this is the time of year I think, like, I'm in the district because you can be. The students have gone home. Yes. But, like, you know, during the college semesters, you know, it is. It is, especially after five o'clock. It's hard to it's hard to get in there. You know, it is, and that's that that's where it becomes kind of that's where that's where it becomes kind of hard headed for us, or not hard headed, but it comes kind of just like ah, I don't really for us because the days of like bumping and grinding on people you didn't even know, just getting the bar is just like over. You're just ready to chill. You know, it's like what you said just now. Those opportunities are, are there. You just got to time it right, I guess. But uh, yeah. I'm telling you, whoever you are listening to this podcast, if you cross into Starville and you're like, oh, my God, all they have is is freaking Mexican restaurants. We do have a lot of those. We got like 15 of them. We got uh, a Chipotle coming. Yep. Uh Harvey's, the grill, this. Nope. Actually, we have a hidden food scene. It's just you're not going to want to go there because if it's past 6 o'clock, it's going to be surrounded by college students. Mm-hmm. But that's just part. I mean, I imagine it's probably Oxford, Knoxville, Athens. I'm pretty sure it's the same way. You I'd know? say it's probably worse. Like, yeah. I, I've been, you know. Tuscaloosa does it better. Oxford does it better. Yeah, I never, I never thrown down in uh, Knoxville. But, I mean, uh, it's Knoxville. It's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be kind of similar. But the thing is, it's Auburn, like, Auburn has a good scene. Um, it, it's bigger. Obviously, we're kind of condensed in like one small area. Yeah, I mean, this this is not a big town. To well, be, the thing to is, to be like a major SEC town. I mean, we're talking like population swifts from like. Swings from you know twenty twenty five maybe to upward to thirty thirty five. I would say that the area that the district is in is no larger than uh, ten acres ish. That'd be about right. Versus and by the way, just with that is like another thing that Porch Talk is doing is like uh, there's a music fe- expression fest coming up. Oh okay. We're sponsoring that. Yeah. Do you know? You know it's funny. It's gonna blow your mind. So Matt. The uh, Groove Johnson, mm-hmm. Matt, he used to work here at 21. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's funny because you, you posted something, you tagged me in, and I, was, I saw it, he liked it. I was like, man, I'm betting that guy's going, oh, my God, like, Cole knew this, like, the whole time. And I was just like, yeah, what's up, dude? Yeah, like, I'm semi-famous. You know me and Al. Like, we've been in since the cut. What's up? You know? Like, like uh, day one, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you know, like, some of the best episodes out there, son. What's up? You know, like, most downloaded in a year. What's up? So, uh, so yeah, no, nah, he, he's he's a good dude. Um, I've never heard them play. But, uh, but dude, that's great. Like, uh. We, I need it. We need it. I need it for sure. I need fun. I went and worked that concert. Oh my god! I'm telling you, I don't care what people say. The most fun you can be at a concert, you can have at a concert, is to be completely sober. No, no argument there. Now look, like you know, back in the day, it's like we're gonna take some psychedelics and we're gonna drink. Yeah. Or you might maybe and, take. And I'm gonna maybe take. take like some ecstasy or some molly or something, but you're absolutely right. You know why that's true? 
you actually fucking remember it. Yeah, and dude, and you actually experience it. Yeah. You're not just out there. Oh. Well, I'll tell you something <laughs> else too, man. It's something that's uh. <laughs> I don't care if the NSA or anybody's it's kind of listening hard, like, right now. What's something that's not better sober? I mean, like, it's kind of sad. I'm telling you, though, like, if you're sober at this concert that I'm about to name, you're about to be a freaking fly on the wall. But I want to go to one so good, but Sturgill Simpson and... Uh, Childers? Tyler Childers in concert together. Dude, literally, that is probably... I don't care if you like to do shrooms or you don't. What I'm saying is... It's like those two guys, they are the old, they, they, they are country. Real country. They are real country. And uh, no offense to like some of the other guys that are out there making that pop country stuff. Don't get me wrong. It gets me to move every now and then. But for the most part, those two guys right there are single-handedly holding it down. And for them two to just be touring together is just... Is astonishing, and yes, there's probably going to be a lot of DMT and marijuana and 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 shrooms and other psychedelic stuff. But I'm telling you, it's also on the other side of that is going to be a great, great show, great concert, great opportunity. They're coming here? No, no, no. Gosh, <laughs> woo! I'm glad they ain't, because I would have to work that, and I would be like. Oh my god! Maybe, <laughs> maybe you could be like backstage security. I was at the last one. I was. I said, dude, literally, John Langston basically teabagged me. Yep. <laughs> Essentially, all these like college girls are, like right there on the front row. And they're like, oh my god, hand to my phone, and like, so I'm like taking selfies with John Langston with these other girls' phones. I'm like, hey, Mr. Langston, here you go. He's like, thanks, number one security guy. Like, <laughs> you're the man. So, um. But actually, no, uh, so I'm not trying to toot my horn here. I'm just being blunt, and, and, and I'll tell you what happened to me. So at one point during the concert, um, I, <laughs> uh, I, uh, they, were, they were telling me, they were like, dude, who are you? I was like, what do you mean? Now, who is this ass the band? Uh, this is people with the band. They're like, who are you? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, dude, you're getting more attention than the freaking band is up there in the front. <laughs> and... and I'm like, what do you mean? Well, and it's because I'm, I'm a younger-looking guy in comparison to most people my age. I'm, I'm fit. I'm in shape. My, I'm wearing this super tight T-shirt. My muscles are bulging out of, and I'm also have tattoos. And I'm, you know, I'm not too hard on the eyes. So, <laughs> all these girls up there in the front, they're like, they're just all gushing. So he's like, dude, like, go to the other side. Go to the other. I'm like, all right. You're still in my heat, man. Look, it, it'll, Get the hell it'll be over kitchen. here. It, it's gonna, just going to happen over here, you know. And uh, it was a great experience, man. It was fun, and I was completely sober the whole time. I got offered so many drinks. I was dodging missiles like crazy um, because people were just, like, hurling, like, every now and then. You know, like, you'd see a rogue bottle. Incoming! You got to watch out. So, jeez. I got, and, and, uh, and I actually saved um, saved everything by being just on the spot with a response one time, and that was because the guy who was with uh, so John Langston's... Uh, John Langston? I mean, pretty rough crowd if they were throwing bottles on stage? No, or? no, no. It wasn't bad. It was just drunks every now and then, and they it, it wasn't happening often. It was like once every 30, 45 minutes, you'd see, here comes a bottle or something flying across, and they're just doing it because they're drunk, just yeah. college kids. They don't have an excuse or a reason. But um, 
you know, the, uh, the worst I've ever been treated, like, on stage was, like, boo. no, yeah, just or... people, like, talking over you. you oh, know? yeah. And so, like, I turn around and start playing for the wall. Um, <laughs> That'll get their attention. So, uh, one, one thing is, uh, like, one of the guys came up to me, and he was like, uh, he said, I, I got a question for y'all. And I was like, what's up? It was just me at the time. He said, so what is y'all's plan if this gate falls? Like, how are y'all going? Like, what, what's the plan in place to stop? I was like, and here's the thing, dude. I had like a that textbook answer, and it just came from the hip. I said, sir, uh, our, main, our main priority is to protect the asset and their property. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on that stage and every person that comes on that stage Push I'm going off. to shove off. I said if they're injured during that time that's okay. I said but my primary job is to protect John Langston, his band members and their equipment. So that means lighting, audio, cables, microphones, mm -hmm. instruments, everything. I said that's my job. He said, "Wow, I didn't I didn't expect that." Siri, CIA is trying to listen to us. Oh, they they always are. Serial, get out of here. Uh, so, um... And, how can I help you? Uh, how can I help you? Um, so you said that uh, you want to do psychedelic drugs. Is that what I heard? No, Siri, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, dude, let's, uh, let's hit the big boy. Let's yeah, hit dude. the big boy and let's, so, uh... So while we're here is, yeah. uh... It's just one question that's going to lead into more, but in the midst of uh, everything going on in the country, now granted it's not this bad here in the South, but why in the hell you still want to be a cop? All right. So. <clears throat> you need one? No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, so here is the big thing, and like I said, we're always going to come spiraling back to this at some in some way, shape, or form. Um, here's the problem. Uh, the answer, the, so the quick answer to that question is one, because I can. Um, that's, that's the quick response because I can. Um, but honestly, I'll be reasonable and I, and I will say this, and I tell this to guys younger than me nowadays, and I tell this to other cops, if you don't have a plan B right now, you're crazy. And the thing is, is not to take away from the job that we do, but it's because that you're like, you're not supported, you're not loved, you're, you're not appreciated. So it doesn't even matter if you stop that mass murder. It doesn't matter if you take 18 kilos of something off the street. It doesn't matter that you just resuscitated that child who, who, who lost consciousness and, and fell out from some whatever. It doesn't matter if you, if you gave Narcan to somebody that was having an overdose and you essentially saved their life. At the end of the day, people don't support you, and the ones that do don't speak loud enough. And the thing is, 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 is I tell you, if you don't have a backup plan, here's the reason. It's not because you're putting down your shield because you're weak, okay? It's because the, the battle is changing. You're, you're fighting a battle on two fronts. You're having to protect your own, you're having to protect your own honor whilst protecting your family, and everything that you believe in, at the same time, you're fighting the bad guys. But then right behind you, right behind that thin blue line that protects everyone from the bad stuff. Which is apparently racist now, by the yeah, way. 
everybody behind you is stabbing you in the back. So what do you do to protect yourself? I'm not telling you to quit. I'm just telling you when push comes to shove, you better have a plan B. You know what, like, just to take it to like a, a comic book realm, what it reminds me of is, I mean, you can take it from a Marvel take or a DC. I'm going to go DC. Is like, uh, even think about like um, the Batman. Yeah. Like mixed reviews from the public, right? Vigilante type. Is he well received? No. But if he's not out there doing his job, it ain't no good for the public. But once again, it's like you turn your back on the bat. You don't want the bat. Let the bat go away and see what fucking happens. And that's, that's my big thing. It's one of them fuck around and find out, you know? That's why I say because I can. And here's the thing. They don't make them like me anymore. They don't make them like anybody better than me anymore. They don't, they don't, they don't make the... And, I, and I've told you that, man. It's like uh, when I graduated high school, I had zero desire to uh, join the military, any branch. I had zero desire to be in law enforcement. Like, I believe those things to be callings. Well, I'm going to quote myself. I'm going to cheat and I'm going to quote myself. <clears throat> you recently you had talked to a little girl that was like an astounding, brilliant little young lady around the age of eight or so mm-hmm. that kind of had her own opinion formed about what's going on in the world. That's right. And so this was my response to, to, to that in conjunction with this conversation. And it, 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 it is this, and I said, which falls back to a lack of imagination. Eight year old, at eight years old, I was still playing with toys. Superheroes were my icons. The year that we were eight and nine was the year that terrorists attacked our country. The most impenetrable country in the world was attacked, and it shook the, it shook the entire atmosphere of the entire globe. Those kids that witnessed that, that were older than us at the time, they were hardened by the tragedy that they observed as kids. Hardened, hardened even more by watching relatives go and fight a war and either returning or not returning, scarred regardless. At eight years old, she sees Americans radicalizing against the ideals and injustices formed by just opinions. She sees groups of entitled young Americans going to war on the streets of Philadelphia and New York and other places against the police. She has no hope because that is what's broadcast into the media, is no hope. That's right. You don't see too many toy commercials these days. Remembering, remember watching, I said to remember, you remember watching Saturday morning cartoons and seeing the badass new Super Soaker? Thinking like, man, I want that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, kids jump on Facebook and see cops killed and sees everything that was once right in the world is now wrong. Everything's perverted. Even justice. Yeah. The events that are taking place in this world aren't creating warriors. They are creating social division and hate. Standing in the crossfire of our, 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 our nation's youth. They are taking it all in. They see their icons like LeBron James and other professional athletes sharing their opinions and telling the viewing public that what you've been told right is wrong and it's been that way the whole time. Here's what I believe. Regardless, right is right, wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter. People believe in Jesus if they don't. If you want to be gay or you, you want to kill the gays, you want to hate the straights, whatever, it doesn't matter. You want to be whatever you want to be, that's fine. At the end of the day, somebody out there right now is training right now to kill you. Mm-hmm. They are training right now because 
and the jihadists that is you do you do your research muslims all right i know this is a military opinion but i'm telling you folks out there listening we're all against what you believe one of these days you're going to pick up the phone and call 911 for what because this is what i tell my guys because i'm a training officer now and i tell them this when someone picks up the phone and calls 911 they're having the worst moment in their life whether that's a car accident whether that's some kind of disturbance or whatever you're going to find yourself in that position. Just like you said, what are we going to do without the bat? What are you going to do without, without that? So what are you going to do without the blue? So here's what I'm saying. To all those wives, mothers, daughters, sir, are we just going to let folks get away with rape? Are we just going to get, let folks get away with sexual assault? St. Louis, Louis says yeah. Are we going to let, are we going to, but here's the thing. No matter how hard you repent against good, no matter how much you think what police do is right or wrong, no matter how much you think of what, it doesn't matter. You can be right, you can be wrong, you can be left, you can be right, you can be Democrat, Republic. When it comes to evil, we're all affected the same way. I, even evil, evil thwarts evil, right? People in the drug game turn on each other all day long. That's right. They kill one another over over grams of a substance that's that's ninety percent man made, in the most part. <laughs> and the thing is, is is is, you know, there are situations that are handled wrong or badly. Okay, in my opinion, like the Chavin incident with the. Uh, the thing that set this all off, what was the victim's name? George Floyd. George Floyd. I'll tell you right now from, from my perspective. I was Marine Corps 0311, which I was infantry, okay? I got taught detain, hand, detainee handling uh, operations, which means like when we take in prisoners of war, essentially, you know, we, we, we uh, apprehend subjects rather than, you know, eliminate yeah. uh, the target, or whatever the case may be. Even then, at that point in time, I was told, don't put your knee in somebody's neck, okay? Skip forward to now, I'm a cop, okay? But that was actual training for that precinct, man. Well, here's the thing, you know? It's just like everybody else, all right? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to con- compare a law enforcement agency to a sport, but what I am comparing is I'm con- comparing education and teaching, right? We teach our kids... Um, I teach my, if I had a son, I teach my son, hey, don't let, uh, if that bully comes up to you and pushes you, you give him the what for right there in the nose. All right, buddy. Right. He won't bully you no more. But some other parent is going, if I, now, if a kid comes up to you, be nice, be nice. Just let him beat the hell out of you. And I don't say that, but here's my thing. It doesn't, what we see, what they saw just in that example right there is that's a lack of training. That is a lack of. That is a lack of, uh, of, 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 uh, you know, awareness. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that agency needs to be aware of, of, of that. That's on them. I agree with everybody in the United States. That was fucked up, and he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. If I, and you, you got to understand the whole thing about that. Nobody fucking wins. Nobody like, wins. The assistant officers, the people that were filming. The people that were shouting, uh, Chauvin himself, George lost his life. Nobody fucking won that day. 
people people ask me, and it's more than just you. I've been I've been tested so much this past couple months, especially with everything that's going on. They ask oh, me sure why, why, have, why, yeah. why, 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 why. Let me tell you why, and it's just like I just said earlier. <laughs> that guy that's out there addicted to methamphetamine right now and is trying to break in your car and steal your radio just so he can get his next high. He doesn't care what you believe about the police. God forbid, if he knew that you didn't like the police, hell, he just might as well walk up to your door, put a gun to your head and say, hey, may I take everything in your house? <laughs> right? So my thing is, it's like, it don't, it don't matter what you do. I, I mean this. I learned a long time ago. Somewhere in the world, somebody's training to kill you. And then when it comes to United, when it comes to America, dude, they're all trying to get us. The world, yeah. They're all, trying to, they're all trying to get us, but at the same time, what you have to do as an individual, you have to take care, you have to have self-perseverance, you have to take care of self, take care of the people around you. It doesn't matter what they believe, man. It doesn't matter if they agree with you or not. Me, no one hates me because I'm a cop. No one does. But nowadays, no one loves me because I'm a cop either. And that's the problem. Opinions. Opinions. Screw your opinions, dude. Your opinions are not going to stop somebody from kicking down your door and robbing you, raping your 13-year-old daughter, stealing from you, putting a gun to your head, killing you. I'm telling you, there's an entire other agenda on the table here that we have no control over. It's, 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 it's free will. People have free will. We are victims of free will. What stands between us and free will it's men that are, that are told to utilize their free will and their judgment to protect others from their free will, their decisions, their opinions. That's why I'm pro 2A. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Uh, it's like a gun is a defensive weapon. I only point it at something I intend to destroy. You know, I'm not going to – like, did you see uh, – I can't think of his name right now. He was a big YouTuber out in Washington. Somebody that didn't like his channel showed up at his house harassing him. Now, said YouTuber walks outside with pistol and said, I'll show you pussy. He shot the gun in the air and then calls the law himself because the guy is still harassing him. The guy is going to be charged for aggravated assault. And he's going to go to jail or prison for 15 for, for years. For protecting his life. You should have not, he should have called the police before he stepped outside because the only reason he would have needed to have a gun is if he felt threatened. And yeah. by walking outside with that gun, same with that, what was the older white couple? Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. If they would have stayed inside, inside, it wouldn't have been a problem. Nope. You don't walk out because at that point, the only time I'm going to pull a gun is if I feel threatened. Yep. And I'm not going to walk outside because, dude, I'm, it's my defense. I've lost everything. Like, come in my house. You know, it's once again, it's a fuck around and find out. I want to, I want to hit on something, and this is going to be an educational history for <laughs> uh, edu uh, uh, historical education for a lot of people, but it, it's facts. I don't care what you believe. I don't care if you think I'm right. I don't care if you think I'm wrong. But I'm going to tell you what, what, what is written. I'm gonna tell you what's in what's in what's in history. <clears throat> so in the 1940s, December 7, 1941, um, you know we were bombed by the Japanese. Okay, mm -hmm. you, you got to understand. Like prior to that, 
you know, we were fighting Germany and the Nazis and the oppression of, of dictatorship and, and tyranny during that time. Hitler, Hitler wanted to kill Jews. Jews were white. It was a religious thing. It was a, you know, it was a, it was a cultural thing. It was, it was a problem. Whatever you, whatever you decide, to, whatever you believe it is, that was hate described in its own way. But how do we how do we how do we define hate? Well, here's the thing: if you've never read Mein Kampf, which is My Hitler's, struggle. um, here's the thing: Hitler did not hate; he just passionately believed what he believed in. So, to people that believed in what he believed in, he didn't actually hate. He didn't hate the Jews. He didn't hate people. He had a strong belief in the things that he believed in. He wanted blonde hair, blue eyes everywhere. Yeah, it's one. It's but here's the thing. The people that don't understand that, we transition and we turn that into hate. Let me tell you something about decisions that were unable to be made. And that is, during the 40s, in the 70s, I don't care if you don't believe in the Vietnam War. I don't care. What you have to understand is, like, during Vietnam, whatever, I don't know, somebody's going to listen to this and be like, Cole, get your facts straight. Let me get your facts straight. Communism is real. It communism, communism was the reflection of... Of what we fought against in World War One and World War Two, the Nazi superpowers trying to take over to Germany, trying to be a dictatorship. This one man was trying to rule the world. Communism is a reflection of that. It's just more parties included. Communism is a real thing, okay? But I agree with you people. It is a belief. It's a common understanding. It's a group think from a group of people that don't agree with that. But let me tell you something. In regardless of opinion or belief or what, young men rage, aging from 17 to 25 and older, and a little some were even snuck in younger, they put their lives on the line because they believed in family, they believed in this country, they believed in the people around them. They didn't want to see that type of lifestyle for their families and people growing up for them and then here's the thing from this from from the times from the 80s up until september 11 2001 we had nothing nothing i talked to people yeah don't get me wrong the secret squirrely guys they got into some stuff back in desert storm desert shield all that kind of stuff we had things that were going on there was events that took place but during that time Dude, America was America, you know? We had our struggles. We dealt with them. I don't know if it was just because I was a kid, man, but that was just the damn glory days. Yeah. And then, like, even... Like, I remember the year 2000, you know, it was December 31st, 1999, and me and my brother went to bed. It was like, oh, we're going to wake up next day and aliens are going to be here. Yeah. Walk outside, not shit. And then, you know, terrorist attack, 9-11. And then we're at war. And then for the most part, here at home, life was pretty much the same, you know? Like, that was the first time, you know, we had ever been attacked on American soil, but the battle still wasn't here, so life pretty much still looked the same. We took the fight to them. Yeah. But, and even life as a teenager, man, how good do we have it, man? How many spring breaks? I mean, how many parties? I mean, like, was you worried about anything? Hmm. Man, I worry about shit every day now. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. And man. I don't know. I don't think. I don't. And I don't believe it's because I'm getting older. It's cause like it's like staring communism right in the fucking face, and it's like, please get the fuck out of here. 
Well, that's my thing, bro. That's that's my biggest hit. It don't matter what you believe. You could you could you could be a a, a you could be an African American trans transsexual alien for all I care that believes in Buddhism. Your opinions, my opinions, it do, those the other side doesn't care about our opinions. The rest of the world is watching America going, look. Look at what they're doing. It's a burning the shithole. The greatest country in the entire globe is tearing itself to pieces. Hell yeah. And you know what? We've been the baddest mofos on the planet for so long. People's been wanting to come and take our title for so long. Now we're giving it to them. And you know what? The You know where we start? Individual ideas. Every person out here. Don't don't work for the man. Stop saying, oh, I work for the man. Don't work for the man. Fuck the man. Work for your family. Work for you. Yes, it's a struggle. It's you gotta struggle. You gotta go through hard times. Nothing's given. We don't have genies or magic. That's where the world we live in. Go out there, go to work, bust ass, get cussed out, deal with the man, but do it for a reason. Yeah. When the news comes on, white cop shoots black black person. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to what they have to say because it's oh. all opinion-based. And here's, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't follow, don't believe, don't believe that there's hate. There is hate. But what I'm saying is all you're doing when you watch that and you develop opinions, you're you, develop, the fire. you develop hate on both ends. You, you either agree with why they did it or you agree with you disagree with the fact that they just killed someone. Okay? So both sides, don't matter if you think this way or that way, both sides, you're going to create hate between one another. Fuck all that. That is where we lack as a country. It's because right now in this day and age, men are no longer men. No, they're not. We have we have subtracted masculinity down to a crime. We and, and it's nothing against my ladies because I love women. My, I love my mama. I love my grandma. I mean, there we got some hard ass women in American history. We do. I mean, there's women. There is so, women have so many more rights. But here's the thing, for those ladies out there that are struggling, that are putting in the hard work, that are out there making something, that are that are that are, you know, single moms, you know, you know what I'm saying, single moms that are out there doing it, ladies, let me tell you this: some little twat out there is ruining your good work. They are because they're like they're shouting equality, they're shouting this, they're shouting that, they're shout, they're shouting equity. Yeah, yeah. What, but here's the thing. That shit don't make no they're sense. They're not out there busting their ass. They're not out there yeah, working. They're That's, just they're just bitching. They're just bitching. And they don't exactly. have an answer. So what I'm saying is, is opinions don't matter. But because of that whole thing, what I was getting into when I mentioned ladies, is that we've had this thing called toxic masculinity. Well, welcome to 2021, folks, because we have no more masculinity left. There is no masculinity. You just killed men. You know what you just did? For thousands of generations, I don't care what book you read. I don't give a crap. You can crack the Bible, the Quran, an encyclopedia, history book. I don't care. For thousands on thousands of years, millennia, men, men, you can see it, M-E-N, men have got up. The Spartans, the Ninja, the Samurai, the Apache Warriors, every, every battle that's ever been fought has been fought with men. That's right. Men. And Why? I'm not... Because we like keeping our women and babies safe. I'm not saying anything. That, I'm not saying that women can't. Because nowadays, that's what we we do. We allow women in combat arms roles. I'm not saying there's I anything mean, th- wrong th- with they're that. They're even talking about now is like letting um, 
Now, pregnant women can't even ride a roller coaster. But they're saying in Air Force is that a pregnant woman can fly a fucking and get in a dog fight. Oh, no. Now, how, how fucked is that? Well, what I'm saying, though, is it's like... And who in their right mind would, like, if I, if I was a female and I was pregnant, I wouldn't want to be, like, active military at the point, you know? I'd want to be on some kind of maternity leave, you know? Well, my thing is, is because of that, because, because we focus so much on the what's right or what's wrong, you know what we killed? Masculinity. You know what we killed? Now, a, I read an article the other day, and it was, a, it was like an 11-year-old boy. Uh, maybe it may have been 11. He he told his parents he was he was homosexual. I don't have anything wrong you with You know homos- what I told my parents when I was 11? What? I was a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not taking away from, <laughs> from that. I'm not saying you... But, dude, at 11 years old, at 11 years old, as a child, go play outside. Go play with friends. You may like boys. You may like girls. You don't know. But we cascade and we... We, we we throw so much emphasis on the things that are opinion-based. Like, it's wrong to hate on the people that don't agree with what we do. So let's try to embrace and love them and be a part of their culture, be a part of their existence. No, I'm used to a society where you live and you learn on your own. You develop your own reasoning, your own thought. Regardless of what you believe in, you develop your own opinions of what's going on in the world. At 11 years old, you shouldn't, it shouldn't, you should not be concerned with, with your, your sexuality. I mean, I mean, you haven't even hit puberty. Yeah, but my thing is, is okay, you, let's say that you are. I mean, what the hell was you watching? Like, was it? You know, so, let's, let's say that you are. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, but parents, stop empowering that. It, it empower that you know encourage their imagination encourage them not to be fearful and to be strong in moments where i mean i can imagine i, I mean i'm straight but as a homosexual child gosh forbid school bullies i can only imagine how how scary it can be to to want to admit that in in public encourage your kids to 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 take power in themselves and to into and to be empowered by their decisions and choices. But at the same time, also encourage imagination. Also encourage children to get out there and experience the world. Because regardless if you believe it or not, the world is dying every day. Every, I mean, we, we, every day we're dying. Encourage your children imagination. Regardless of what they think, encourage imagination. Encourage that child to do better, to do more, to go out there and strive to be, be whoever they want to be. Regardless of opinions or, or, or what they like or what color their skin are or what they want, encourage them to always have imagination. Now, I'm going to tell you this just through the pandemic, and this goes from uh, teenagers down to like my nephew's age, who is eight years old, is um, the adults are failing them big time. Because look, you remember we said 15 days? to slow the spread, and now we're celebrating 15 months to slow the spread. Yeah. And, like, the kids have done a great job, I think. You know, they've done what they've been asked, and then, like, you know, we keep pushing the field goal back. I was, you know, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. It was like, look, we have done everything that you have asked, and you still won't allow us to get back to normal. You know, they, well, they, they're disappointed of... I bet they feel like they're, you know, the adults are just failing them, 
And on top of that, man, I couldn't imagine being like a senior in high school. Like, think of last year, 2019, or 2020, your senior year. Let's say you had Ole Miss or Mississippi State looking at you, you're a baseball or football player. You don't even have a season. That's your life. Taken. Yeah. Well. Or at least a dream, right? Yeah. I, I want to I wanna close you out with, with this here. And it's, and it's this. You asked me why, and people listening are, are wondering why. You know, he sounds like such a genuine guy. It's so great. Why subject yourself to such hate and such... Why, why subject yourself to opinion? Why? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me educate everyone on something. Because I can, because I want to. And because I believe that you know, I believe in people that I believe in our heroes. I believe in heroes. I, I I do. I believe in people that literally, regardless of hate, regardless of religion, political beliefs, they they still get up and they challenge the wolf at the door. And the thing is, is 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 regardless of of what you believe. We have those kind of people out here. We have that out here. And thank God for them because they're here. Because I'm telling you, there are things that we all can't do. And and thank God that there's people that do it because they can and they want to. Mm. And the thing is, 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 you know, I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop the ball on this, you know, and I'm going to make it global. I'm going to make it go wide. I'm going to do everything that I can. And I'm going to explain. And hopefully, hopefully me revealing this to the world will blow everybody's minds and, and, and just push the envelope. I was 17 years old and I was probably one of the, you know, the coolest kids in my class. Not because I was popular, not because I was great looking, not because of anything like that. It was because I threw a bunch of parties, everything like that. So the last thing that people expected me to do was to do something. You know, everybody expected the college life out of me, but I didn't. At 17 years old, I joined the Marine Corps. I went on two different deployments. I deployed. I, 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 I trained, you know, I trained other Marines. I did that for four years of my life. I got so bored of, of this life and everything that was going on around me that I turned around and, and then I ob- obligated myself to two years of service, actively engaged in a reserve unit after I got out of the Marine Corps. I did that. I did that. Years after that, I felt still that there was more that needed to be done, so I became in law enforcement. I have done almost everything that you can do in law enforcement. I've been a narcotics agent. I have been a canine handler. I've been on SWAT teams. I've been on patrol. I have seen murders. I have seen domestic violences. I have seen a large amounts of, of narcotics trafficking. I have seen it all. I've worked and I've done that. And at the end of the day, in my heart, in my mind, I still was not satisfied. For the past six years, for the past six years, I've been trying and fighting and, and doing everything I can every day to try to get back in to the military. Why? Because I'm the type of person that I felt like I went to the top of the ladder and there was no far from nowhere for me to go in law enforcement. I did that. I, I did all the cool stuff you want to do. I was the coolest guy on the planet. I was a narcotics agent. I was on a SWAT team. I, I had a canine. Like, I made it as far as you can go up that ladder without being a police chief or a sheriff, right? I made mean, as far as you can go. And even when I got up there, I still was not satisfied. satisfied with it. I wasn't satisfied. I needed more. Not because I'm an adrenaline junkie, but because, like, 
there's work that needs to be done. Somebody's got to do it. And it's because I can, because I want to. Not because of what I believe. Not because my parents don't want me to go. Not, not because I'm running away from something. It's because I can and because I want to. I want to do it so you don't have to. That's why I, that is why I still work in law enforcement to this day. Is because I'm not there for me. I get paid and whatever. I'm there because when shit hits the fan, those guys that I work with, they, they don't have a choice. I'm, I'm coming. I'm going to be there. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, just to give everybody perspective, and like I said, I'm going to drop the ball, mic drop, just, you know, here's my thing. You want to know how selfless, self-service, you want to know how much I care? Well, like I said, five, six years I've been busting my ass trying to get back in the military, and I've contracted hypothyroidism, was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, you know. Uh, Hyper or hypo? Hypo, hypo, back in 2014. Um and I've been ineligible ever since. Just ever for since. this, I mean, what is that? It's just a thyroid issue, you know. I, I can't really elaborate more on it because I don't really under, truly understand it, but it's just a thyroid okay. issue. Okay. Um, but with that being said, um, for the past five, six years, I've been trying, 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 trying to get denied, got denied, got denied, got denied, got denied. Yeah, so annual joke, right? Yeah. But, it's like me applying to Harvard. But what have but what have I been doing? I've been staying. I've been being a cop. I've been out here. I've been I've I've, I've responded to murders. I've responded to shootings. I've done this and I've been there. And I've been doing that. Why do I keep doing it? Why do I keep doing it? Well, I, I'm just happy to say that you know, uh, good Lord willing, you know, finally heard heard my call, heard my plea, heard my prayers, and uh, two weeks ago I got or uh, last week I got a phone call from Naval Special Warfare Community who is offering me a possibility, who is offering me an opportunity to put myself back in a position of service with the United States military. Um, I am 29 years old. There's a lot more that I have to do. There's a lot of things I got to go through. There's a lot of paperwork and everything else. But um, uh, I'm basically, I'm starting back over from scratch. I'm taking, uh, I'm going back as an E1 in well, the you're Navy. starting over. And starting all the way over as an E1 in the, Na- in the Navy. I'm going back through boot camp, going back through everything. It's not because they hate me. Uh, it's because, uh, you know, it, you know, it's what happens when you wait 10, 8 years. But it wasn't my fault, right? So there you go. There's your answer. Well, you know, people are going to ask, why, 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 why? Well, here's the reason. We are blessed to have hard men to stand at the door. And keep the wolves outside the door. And God willing, I'm sick and tired of watching somebody else fight my battle. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And the thing is, 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 is you know, as bad as it, as bad as it looks here in the United States, it's a dumpster fire. You guys have no idea what it's like on the other side. You, 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 our problems are minuscule compared to theirs, just well, I mean, like in Israel. You know, a lot of people say with. Um, and not to hijack you, but just for an instant, is like uh, the summer of love, what we call uh, the protest of this past summer in 2020 was I saw a bunch of kids that are old enough to be adults who really didn't even ever have anything to fight. You know, they didn't ever have anything to stand for. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Well, let's just hop on this bandwagon, and we'll go fuck shit up. It's like, dude, that ain't fighting for something. That's just being fucking destructive. Yeah. Like I said, man, you know, like, 
I'm, I'm tired of somebody else fighting my battle. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm, I'm tired of listening to opinions. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go put myself in a position to satisfy myself. And you make, gonna put your boots and, back on the ground? Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna put myself in a position to satisfy myself. Um, and why? Because I can. Because I want to. You know, one thing I thought about, like if I could, like I'm 30. I don't know what. When, when is it? When are you too old to join the military? I would. I would 34. join. I would join the Navy if they would let me be like uh, tech or intelligence. Yeah, 34. Because I, I would love to learn like. Like how to be better on computers or just how to be better on a circuit board. I would totally do that. I mean, it's a possibility, man. I'm not trying to recruit you right now, but I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying I would. But, I mean, I've got a lot going on here, you know. Yeah. This is my fight right here. It's trying to wake people the fuck up. So, um, there's a lot more that can be said, but another day, another episode. Perfect. We're out of here. News and notes thank you so much for listening to porch talk if you haven't done so already i would ask you to rate and review the show whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on now i'd also ask that you would find me on youtube and that you would subscribe i'm trying to get to 100 that way i would get live stream not only on facebook on the porch talk page but we could go on youtube and that could open up everything Look us up on Discord. We're going to take these conversations that we have on the show to Discord. It is my plan for our community to be able to have a a great discussion about these topics. I want to know what you think. Please look that up. We're going to walk this show out the door with Will Stewart, Predator. Peace out. Wasting time I can't hold him back But I think The boys all trapped Living out of life That old time sound Some grotesque mom
came running back around like a prayer. 